This is the Stand Strong Podcast with Carrie Stoker, episode number 13, Gulf of Misery? No way. Welcome to the Stand Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Stoker, and I help Latter-day Saint women strengthen their family relationships. Family life has many challenges, especially when a child suffers from mental illness. I understand these challenges, and I can teach you through stories and the Word of God how to navigate this challenging road. Hi, folks. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I am back from my weekend of having the Vibrant Living Wellness Conference, and it was so great. I'm excited to talk to you about that. And actually, I have a story about it, and it's related to how coaching really works. You guys, it does. Coaching really works because I did it on myself with the help of some family members, and we're going to talk about that. So this is what happened. Monday morning, I report to a friend that this conference was a smashing success, and I was feeling so good about it. It really was a beautiful conference. Well attended, the speakers were fantastic, our performing artists were amazing. Then, Monday night, I sit down on my couch next to my husband with the recording devices in my lap. These devices are what we hung around the speakers' necks in two of the classrooms that we're going to take an audio recording so we could put those on the website and those that purchased the audio recordings could then have access to them. So I'm looking at the devices and I'm pushing play over and over again. I push play again and you know what? Nothing is happening. Nothing was recorded. There is no sound coming out of those devices. And I am... I'm in shock. I don't know what I was in. I was so emotionally flooded at this time. I was trying to hold back the tears, pushing play again, keep going over it, but it didn't work. It was my responsibility to take care of the recording of those and to teach people how to record and everything. And I thought I did that and took care of it. But you know what? I made a big mistake in how I was doing it. And it was an honest mistake, but it was a big mistake, and the recordings didn't work. So 14 speakers were not recorded, and we were all dependent on those devices working and me running them properly. Oh, I just couldn't believe it. I really was so flooded with emotion and upset, and my husband kept saying, he said this a couple of times, it's okay. And I would look at him and I'd say, it's not okay. And after I kind of explained what had happened, uh, my daughter was sitting in the room as well, and she offered this beautiful solution. She said, you know, maybe the speakers could just record it again. So I was just trying to mentally take care of this. I was trying to think about like, oh my goodness, I, what's going on? I know I'm really flooded with emotion. I know it's, this is, I'm feeling all of this because of what I'm thinking. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm thinking and... And mentally, I can't do the coaching. I, I can't keep it all in my head. I can't really make sense of it. And so I decided to do a thought download. This is where I take all of my thoughts that's going on and I just write them out. And I did that. I wrote them out. And using the model that I learned in the life coach school, 
I went through like, okay, this is my thought. This is my feelings about it. This is the actions I took. This is my result. And I could get a really solid model. And you know what my feelings were? Disgrace. That's what I was feeling. Disgrace. Along with some embarrassment and some um, frustration and all of that. But disgrace is what stuck out strong to me. And then looking at that, then I could take what my daughter had said, this, this offer of, hey, maybe to the speakers, we could offer them to record it again. And I could think more about that in a more positive way because I had just processed my emotions. I had just been, yep, this is what I'm feeling. I, I sat with that for a minute. But I could see the great benefit of, to some, to be able to re-record their messages. Because, you know what, in some of those classrooms, there was a lot of extra noises. You know, maybe a baby crying or papers rustling or questions asked by um, audience members and not really being able to pick that up on the microphone very well. And, you know, there just were some things that perhaps would be so much better if they could re-record it. And then also, if we actually allowed them to do a video recording, which we have, <laughs> that's how it turned out. We decided to do a video recording. So if we allowed them to do a video recording, then they could also insert all of their slides that they had at the conference. So really, like this could be such a blessing. And the only way I was able to get there was through self-coaching. That's the only way I was able to do it, is to get through the self-coaching. But also, I had my husband, who's kind of gotten used to the coaching, <laughs> what it sounds like. So I had my husband there helping me just sit with it and, and look at it in a perspective outside of my own head, and then a daughter to offer some comments. And so this was just such a really great scenario that I could actually move forward in such a positive manner. I wouldn't have been able to do that without the coaching. I want to share with you a couple of scriptures that go along with what I was experiencing. The first one is Mosiah chapter 4, verse 30. This scripture is about watching your thoughts. It reads, But this much I can tell you, that if you do not watch yourselves and your thoughts and your words and your deeds and observe the commandments of God, and continue in faith of what ye have heard concerning the coming of our Lord, even unto the end of your lives, ye must perish. And now, O man, remember and perish not. The part that comes to my mind often as a coach is this idea of watching yourselves and your thoughts and your words. Like our thoughts matter, and our thoughts lead us to an outcome. This one in the scriptures talks about you must perish. Now, how could that be? Like, I am talking about an incident where I made a mistake, no moral or ethical ramifications here. It doesn't have anything to do with my salvation, but it actually has a lot to do with my development and my capacity to really change and to make a difference. So I'm going to explain that a little bit more. I'm going to turn to Helaman chapter 3. Verse 29. This one reads, Yea, we see that whosoever will may lay hold upon the word of God, which is quick and powerful, which shall divide asunder 
all the cunning and the snares and the wiles of the devil and lead them, man and woman of Christ, in a straight and narrow course across that everlasting gulf of misery which is prepared to engulf the wicked. This caught my attention this morning because as I'm reading about being led across this gulf of misery, well, everlasting gulf of misery, I kind of imagine what that might look like. I mean, literally. I'm imagining myself like there's this this bridge and walking across it, it's kind of narrow and it's straight. And I'm looking down and down there is this gulf of misery. And I am being led right across that bridge. It's straight and narrow, but it just takes me right past all of that misery. An interesting visual that gave me and that the path that I'm on, this narrow course across this everlasting gulf of misery is the word of God. So what I value about the scriptures is that when I am continually studying the scriptures, I have those words of God in my mind, in my brain, in my belief systems, that they lead us to think about Christ and have him in our hearts and in our minds. The scriptures and the word of God, they teach us of our divinity, whose we are, and to think well of ourselves. Now, we know that the word of God comes in a few different forms. One of those is the scriptures, or we have our conference talks from prophets and leaders, and we also have our, the own our own personal revelation that comes. This is all the word of God. This leads us over that gulf of misery. How does it do that? Well, let's just think some more about our thoughts and the processes of our thoughts and how that leads to our results. So if our thoughts are rooted in the beliefs we gain from from being familiar with the word of God, then we will be led to think on a higher level, more intentionally. And we'll be led to think about ourselves and our experiences as as learning experiences and how to, you know, evaluate like what's going on and how to improve it and how to talk nice about ourselves and things like that. I believe that the scriptures will put us in a place where we are kinder to others and to ourselves. It's within that gulf of misery, that is a lot of thoughts that are depressing and frustrating and irritating. There's so much pain in the gulf of misery. So this night when I, after I had, you know, coached myself with a little bit of help from my family, I slept really well that night, actually. And maybe I wouldn't have if I had been in another at another time, you know, a couple years ago before I really knew what coaching was about and could do it on myself and and to help others through coaching, I probably would have had this scenario just go over and over my head and what was I going to do? And I probably would have cried through the night. I don't know what that really would have looked like. But 
I do know that I did have to keep managing my mind. Like the thought would come up like, oh, that didn't record. And then I would bring up this next thought. I would keep having to recall that like, no, actually, this is going to be a great blessing. And it was an honest mistake. And it was just a mistake. And it's going to be okay. Some of those speakers are going to be so glad that they get to re-record this message, their messages. So um, that's yet to be seen, but I know I am. I'm glad for it. So at least one of us is of the 14 that have to record it. But what this did then, the coaching, so I slept really well that night. And also the next morning, I messaged my team about what had happened. But I am now in such a solid mindset of this is actually okay. It's going to be fine. For some people, this is going to be amazing. Yes, there's going to be some extra effort by others that might not feel very happy about it. And that I can't do anything about it. But I was able to message the team in such a space that I could say, I'm sorry. I shared briefly how it happened. I offered this positive outlook and how to handle it. And I would not have been able to do that without coaching. And without this understanding that is so deeply rooted in the scriptures and in the word of God, that I have so much value and worth that it has, and that has nothing to do with what I do. And so I can fall back on that, like, hey, I'm amazing. I'm awesome. Even though I made this mistake, I could still qualify for all the blessings that come to those who continually are repenting and um, trying in earnest to follow Christ and love him and, and try to serve him. So I still could qualify for all those blessings. And I became someone even stronger even more mentally healthier. I became more Christ-like. I was more Christ-like to myself and also to the others that I was starting to blame and trying to fall, find fault. But I, I, I became more Christ-like. I think this is so valuable. It was so eye-opening to me that things like this can actually move me in a direction through coaching and through a solid understanding of the scriptures, it can move me in a direction that draws me closer to Christ and to become more like him. In Helaman, back in that scripture I was reading in Helaman chapter 3, verse 29, this helped me get like this new, fresh look at this scripture. Because that word wicked, which is prepared to engulf the wicked, see, I would get hung up on that word wicked. I'd be like, that's who's going to be in there. But it just made me look at it a little closer and to say, well, I've actually been engulfed in misery. Okay, I have. <laughs> I have. I may do it again sometime. But in this case, I could intentionally feel what I was feeling and switch around my thoughts, alter my belief systems so that I could not be engulfed in misery. And I actually could be led across this beautiful bridge that I imagined, this straight and narrow course, and to not have to experience all that misery. It's, it's not just a wicked act that gets us there, right? 
And Christ's atoning sacrifice is always present. It's always available. It's working night and day. And it's, his atoning sacrifice is also happening prior to our need. So before this ever happened with me, Christ's atoning sacrifice was in action and preparing me for this and taking care of things. So coaching works. Start with a thought download. Get it out of your head. Dump that brain and all those thoughts down onto a piece of paper and just get it all out there. And then from there, you can take a look at that and evaluate what you're thinking and to see where some of those thought errors are. What would you say to a friend who just told you all of that? And so if you could stay out of judgment of yourself and what, um, what you might be saying to yourself if you were thinking, oh, I can't believe I said that, or I can't believe that's what's going on in my head. Do I really believe that way? So just stay out of judgment about it. Just look at it and say, hey, if a friend were saying this to me, how would I respond? How would I respond to her? How would I respond to him? What would that sound like? So a friend might say, it's not that big of a deal, Carrie. Look at this. Of course, I did have a friend say that. It was my husband, Mike, sitting on the couch next to me. He's like, it's okay. It's really not that big of a deal. No, it, it was an honest mistake. You had so much going on, so much going through your head. You were taking care of many, many things. And that thing, it's understandable why that didn't happen. So in my case, I could totally think through that and see how someone else, a good friend would talk to me. And so do that for yourself. You look over that piece of paper, you see what you have said down there, what's on your, out of your mind and onto the piece of paper and just say, Hey, I would respond this way to a friend. This is what I would say. It's so interesting that in coaching, this is what happens all the time because I will tell somebody, you know, look at it this way. What are you thinking? And, and these are the results you're getting. And really? Is that really true? And they're like, no, it's not really true. It's, you know, kind of some all or nothing thinking. And like, yeah. And, and then they'll say something to the effect of, man, I know this is exactly what I would say to my friend, or I would, I have said these same words to my child. Like, I know, I know we do that. And you know what? It's okay. So this is why just writing it down and looking at it in this perspective is so valuable because you can take a look at it and give yourself a little grace and stay out of judgment and look at it differently. Yes, this has really been valuable to me, coaching myself. But it, sometimes I just need more than that. And you might too. And I would be so pleased to coach you. I'd be so pleased if you wanted to jump on my website and schedule an appointment with me. And that first appointment that we do, we're kind of an exploratory, like, is this a good fit? Is totally at no cost to you. It's totally free. Free is awesome, right? So take advantage of that and um, schedule a, a time with me and we'll just coach and see if I can help you know, just change that um, thinking pattern, help you see how to do that. And, and I totally teach you how to do it. So you do not, 
you're not going to be dependent on me forever. So jump on my website at kerrystoker.com and schedule an appointment with me. And I would be so happy to just for free talk through a scenario with you and just do some coaching. That first appointment is free. Why not take advantage of that? So awesome. You know, it's such a, it's such a great thing. It's like sitting down and talking with a friend and except the difference is, is I'm not your friend. I'm your coach. It sounds so different. A friend will be, uh, they're in with you. They'll be like, oh yeah, you should have done this. And you know, this, they actually, friends are so great. They're just this great support and they give you kind of that emotional hug sometimes and all that. But you know what? They can give terrible advice. (laughs) Just saying, I've given my friends some terrible advice. Honestly, I really don't know what you're supposed to do, but I can help you take a look at your thoughts and I can help you take a look at what you're creating. Because honestly, coaching works. It does. And I love it. And it's totally supported by the scriptures. So I know several of you were asking me about the recordings on that. And yes, you can still buy the recordings from all of those classes. All of the speakers have something recorded and you can purchase those. So just shoot me an email at Carrie, that's K-A-R-R-I at CarrieStoker.com. So K-A-R-R-I at K-A-R-R-I-S-T-O-K-E-R.com. And I'll hook you up, all right? Take care, have an awesome week, and I will talk to you next week. If you like the Stand Strong podcast, please like and subscribe 